Welcome to Positively Polished. This podcast was created to promote UNM's positive pageantry movement, which aims to bridge the divide between pageant systems, create a stronger sisterhood across pageant lines, and support all title holders. Follow along as we'll be interviewing many UNM keepers of the crown. We'll also be visiting with national title holders from other pageant systems all across the country as well. Tune in as these national queens will be taking us along on their personal journey to the crown, as well as sharing tips to help us positively polish our pageantry skills. Follow us on Instagram and Spotify for new episodes. Caroline Cook, your 2020 USA National Miss East Coast Preteen, and you are listening to Positively Polished. Hi everyone, I'm your host Caroline Cook and thank you for joining us for this episode of Positively Polished. I am so excited to introduce my guest today. She is the one and only your 2017 UNM's Keeper of the Crown, Miss Kendra Hale. Hey Kendra. Hey. Thank you so much for letting me interview you. I know you must be insanely busy right now coaching all of your girls who are preparing for nationals. It is such an honor to have you as my guest and for us to change roles tonight and me interview you. Yes, I am looking forward to it. I've so enjoyed getting to know you during our mock interviews. And friends, if you have not signed up for (laughs) one, you're really missing out. Kendra feels free to share more information about that before we wrap up today. Yes, absolutely. We would love to have people join us at our mock interviews. They are always posted on mine and Layla Nasser's coaching pages. So you can check out Capital Crowns Consulting or Layla Nasser Pageant Consulting on all social media outlets. And that's where you will find the latest information for any of our mock interview sessions. Gosh, Kendra, you remind me so much of uh, my coach, Amanda. Isn't she the greatest? (laughs) We, Amanda and I are like super close friends. So it's, it's such an honor for you to say that I remind you of her. How old were you when you first met Miss Amanda? Gosh, I met Miss Amanda when I was getting ready to compete for National American Miss. So I was mm-hmm. 21 at the time when I won the title. So it's only been a few years, but truly it, it feels like a lifetime. I feel like Amanda and I have known each other my entire life, my entire pageant career. And it's so nice to have such a good mentor now, especially as a coach and building my own business. It's always nice to have people you can look up to. That's so awesome. So let's dive right into the interview question so we can learn more about you and your journey to the title of USA National Miss. So Kendra, first off, how many years have you competed in pageantry? Oh, goodness. So I actually started pretty late. I was a teen when I got involved in pageants. So it was only about 13, 14. And I'm 23 now. So I've only been in pageants about a decade. And for most people my age, they've been doing it much, much longer than that. So I was a little bit of a latecomer, but it's it's been an action-packed 10 years. So I can't complain. So how many years have you competed specifically at UNM? 
So my first experience with UNM was in 2016. I had the chance, some kind of cards fell into place for me to try it out for the first year. I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) It was not my first national, but it was one of my first few. So I was still kind of trying to figure out what worked and, and what didn't. So I went, I had a blast. I loved it. I had the best time I met my, you know, some of my closest friends. And of course I wanted to go back. I wanted to try again because I decided that that was the national title that I just wanted to put my eyes on and work towards. So I came back the next year in 2017 and was able to win the national title. I was crowned by my best friend, Layla, which I talked about earlier. So it was super, super special. And then I, I say that I've never left. I show up every single year. It's fun now to be a legacy queen and be a part of our national alumni and just be able to have a chance now to also mentor girls growing up in the USA National Miss system. So I started in 2016 and they haven't gotten rid of me yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, UNM loves you, I promise. (laughs) So what areas of competition did you compete in at UNM Nationals the year you were crowned and which area of competition is your most favorite? Oh, yes. So, of course, I competed in the required competition. So, interview and runway and evening gown, but I also entered some of the optionals. So, I did casual wear because, of course, I wanted the chance to practice on the stage and see how everything would go. And I also entered the role model optional as well because I really wanted the chance to just showcase my community service and my accomplishments and all the activities I had been doing during my year as the Miss Virginia for UNM, but hands down, interview is my favorite. I love talking to the judges. I love talking about my entire year as Miss Virginia and telling them all of the cool things I've been able to do, but also tell them about all of the cool plans that I had for the title. And it's so nice to just be able to finally have a conversation with somebody and tell them all of your awesome ideas and then see how they feel about them too. So I I really value interview because it gives you such a chance to get to know each girl. Yes, I love interview because, you know, you actually um, know that the judges are judging you off of how you speak and how you present yourself more of how you do on stage. So what is one thing that surprised you the most about your experience at UNM Nationals? Oh, I I definitely would say probably how nice everybody was. Of course, when you go into a pageant, you just don't always know. You don't know quite how all the other girls are going to be, but I truly can say every single person I competed with that year was phenomenal. Not only, like I said, I met my best friend, Layla, and I to this day have remained super, super close, but our current USA National Miss Olivia was standing in the top two with me, and Olivia and I are super close, and even still through her year as the national title holder, and plenty of the girls that I met, we are still friends today, and it's been several years. So the fact that we are still talking, still hanging out, and it's such a fun opportunity because you just, like I mentioned, you don't know. You really don't know if you're going to be able to walk away with so many close friends. And I got to walk away with plenty of close friends and girls that I know will be standing beside me on my wedding day and supporting me through every endeavor in life. And so that was such a pleasant surprise, but it's something I love about UNM is that you always find that. Yes, I walked away with so many friends um, that I still hang out with to this day. So if you could give our listeners one piece of advice as we prepare for our trip to Orlando this Thanksgiving, what would it be? Absolutely. So I would definitely tell everybody, I'll give 
I will give two pieces of advice, but they're both really important. So the first thing, and I tell this to everybody, it's something I presented during UNM's National Forum this year, is to make sure you have a plan, right? Know what you want to do with the national title. They want to crown somebody who is ready to hit the ground running, especially this year, right? It's a shortened rain. It's a rain during a very odd time in our current situation. And so you have to know exactly what you're going to do because now more than ever, you will be expected to hit the ground running because there's there's not a lot of time this year. And mm-hmm. so making sure that you were able to show the judges your passions for exactly what you want to do, that's going to be so important. And my second thing is know your self-worth, right? You are not defined by a title. You are not defined by a crown. You are not defined by scores. You're not defined by what somebody else says of you. You are defined by yourself, right? No, 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 yourself worth. Plenty of us can tell you myself, Olivia, all of us had back for this title more than once. Several of the current national Queens have been to UNM more than one year because it is something they just wanted so bad. And they didn't let the first year, the first year they didn't win, get them down. They didn't stop showing up. They didn't just give up and say, well, they didn't love me. I'm, I'm not worth it. I'm not good enough. They said, you know what? I'm going to work hard. I'm going to keep kind of pushing forward. I'm going to come back and do my best. And then they were able to walk away with the national title because of that. So if you can have that positive mindset and know that you are there solely for yourself, you're not there for any judge opinion or anything like that. You were there to be your best version. And we say that all the time in the pageant world, but I think it's something we need to say even more often because it's hard. It's hard when you get to nationals week, you're in the middle of competition. It's stressful. You're tired. It's hard to remind yourself of that. And so I think it's a message we need to keep sharing, but also a message we need to share with our sisters too. When we're getting ready to go on stage, when we're getting ready to go into the interview room and everybody's getting a little bit nervous, be the girl that walks over and reminds everybody, you were beautiful. You were loved. You were good enough. You are everything. Say all of those positive affirmations because it truly does make a difference. And it it's true. Yes. And the guys, if you're listening, take a national Queens advice. <laughs> it's not like you're going to win your first year trying. It's not, it's not going to come that easy. I mean, I know a lot of people did, but like it's, if you don't win the first year, there's always next year. And just remember that you're enough. Exactly. So can you tell us in your own words, what does positive pageantry mean to you? I love this question. So positive pageantry (laughs) to me is making sure that in our entire pageant industry, we are always spreading a message of love and we are always spreading a message of acceptance and inclusion. It means not having rivalries, regardless of what system you come from, because no system is better than the other. Every system is special in their own way. Every title holder is special in their own way. And there is no need for us to be comparing ourselves to each other, for us to be excluding each other just because of the sash that is across our chest. At the end of the day, every single one of us is an accomplished young woman who is there because she wants to be there, because she has passions, and because she's willing to work hard. So positive pageantry is focusing on all of those positive aspects and celebrating every single title holder, regardless of system, regardless of background, and regardless of the crown on their head. And that, to me, is so important because it's something that USA National Miss has been spreading, but it's something that our industry definitely needs. Yes, speaking of positive pageantry, I know you were also a NAM queen following your UNM reign. So have you competed in any other national systems? 
Absolutely. So actually prior to winning my UNM national title, I had competed in two other national systems. One was Princess America. They're based out of Orlando, Florida, directed by Ken Kenny. Phenomenal system. I highly recommend it. They have a very close relationship with Give Kids the World, which is an incredible nonprofit organization that I absolutely adore. So I competed there two years. 2015. And in 2016, I actually competed at their national pageant for a full week. I had one day off and then I turned around and I was at check-in for UNM the very next day. So I did two back-to-back nationals. I do not recommend that. That is absolutely crazy. (laughs) Don't ever do that to yourself, but they're both phenomenal systems. And I also competed in the Tiny Miss of America system, which is a system based out of Virginia. And I was their national outstanding Miss of America my year prior to winning UNM. So in 2016, I was their national title holder. In 2017, won UNM. And then 2018, won NAM. So it was a like I mentioned earlier, a crazy few years of my life. (laughs) Yeah. So like out of all of your favorite or out of all the national patterns you've done, what makes UNM so special from all the other systems? Absolutely. So each system is special in their own way. Each system has their own passions that they're exploring, their own service aspects that they are trying to share, their own ways that they help and empower and develop young girls. Every system does it differently and every system does it in a beautiful way. The thing I love about USA National Miss is honestly the family aspect. So I, even last night, I was on a phone call with Miss Jackie and a lot of people think, you know, once you're done with your year, you know, you move on and you aren't really a part of it anymore. That is definitely not true for USA National Miss. Like I said, it's three years later and I'm still talking to my national director from my year. <laughs> on a fairly regular basis. And so she checks in on me. She's always checking in to see how I am doing, what's going on in my life, constantly just making sure that I have everything that I need. And to say that she does that even three years later, that's that's special because that's not something you see all the time. Of course, she has her current set of queens. She's mm-hmm. planning a national pageant in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. and yet she's still taking time out for other people. And that is something that I admire about her that I had throughout my entire year, but also that I'm going to have throughout the entire rest of my life. And it's a relationship that I will always cherish and I will always love, but it definitely is very special for you and him to have Mrs. Jackie. She really makes the system what it is. I think every state national title holder could tell you that, but it's, it's very truthful. Yes. I love you and him because of Miss Jackie for one reason. So I'd love to hear more about your personal platform. Absolutely. So my personal platform is called Healing Hearts. It's focused on educating and empowering those who are in lower income situations or struggling through different phases of life. So I've had the chance to especially focus my efforts on literacy because that's a topic that's very important to me. It's something I believe is very important while empowering other individuals through education. And it's a resource that a lot of people don't have access to. So I've been able to collect over 2000 books and pass them out to kids in lower income communities, especially those around the area where I grew up and in different places around the entire country. I've also partnered with a charity called Butterfly Hugs. This was a big thing I worked on during my NAM year, which was we create these little craft butterflies. Anybody of any age can create them. I had girls donate little foam butterflies, girls who drew butterflies, girls who colored on coloring pages. And what we do is we put them in different hospitals and cancer centers around the country. And the whole point is to be able to spread 
a positive message, spread some kind of encouraging piece of information. And that way, every individual struggling through something has access to one of these little positive butterflies that somebody took the time to make for them. So being able, like I said, to partner with groups that focus on helping people during really tough times, for example, being in hospitals and struggling through diseases and different illnesses, and also being able to partner with organizations that are helping bridge the gap and helping people get out of lower income situations, such as my efforts with literacy promotion. It's been something I'm so passionate about. It's something I'm going to base my entire career on. So I'm glad that I've had the chance through the years to not only grow that platform, but now be able to share it at a national level too, during all of my national years. Yes, I love that so much. Let's um, talk about your crowning moment as USA National Miss. Like, what were you thinking when you made, like, even the top three? And how did you feel when they called your name as the winner? Well, anybody that has seen the video knows how that went. Um, (laughs) Extended video, you need to. By the time I made the top six, of course, at that point, I was I was just so thrilled. I never thought I would make it that far. I never expected to be called into the top six. And I was already so filled with excitement that I was shaking. And as they call, you know, fifth runner up, fourth runner up, third runner up, I progressively start shaking more. And it becomes mm-hmm. very obvious in the video. So by the time they get to the top three, I am a full out, almost hyperventilating. <laughs> you see my hands shaking when I'm trying to hold the other girl's hands. And then of course they call the second runner up and I'm standing there with Olivia, our current queen in that top two moment. And I just remember thinking, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for blessing me so much that I was able to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Top two in the nation is such an honor. It's such a privilege and something I will never take for granted. I remember looking at Olivia And the beautiful thing about our crowning moment was that the whole time we were both looking at each other and we were saying nice things to each other. We were saying kind things to each other because I so wholeheartedly believed that Olivia would be a phenomenal UNM national queen. And I was so happy knowing that regardless of who they chose, it was going to be a good year. You know, whoever you're holding hands with in that final moment, you want to be confident knowing, hey, they are going to be so wonderful. And I knew wholeheartedly, like I said, she would be a great queen. And we have obviously seen that throughout this entire year. She's been a phenomenal queen. And I always knew from that moment that she really would be. And so when they called first runner up, I dropped to the floor like everybody else. <laughs> I did. Uh, what most people don't know is that I was, you know, you drop to the floor, your whole body's shaking. It's a very physical reaction. You're just like all the adrenaline, the nerves, everything is coming out of you. I was, you know, crying. I was shaking. I was stepping on my dress so I couldn't get back up. So oh. you have to see, like the national preteen Taylor and the national junior teen. Um, Kelsey walk over and have to like grab my arms and actually lift me back up. So if you watch closely, you'll see that entire thing play out. And then I was hugging Layla. Layla and I hugged during that crowning moment, I think four separate times <laughs> in crowning moments, but to be crowned by, like I mentioned, your best friend, you can't describe that feeling. Layla hit the floor with me. There's a great photo of Layla and I both crouched on the floor, crying our eyes out and then having her place the crown on my head and then walking down the runway for the first time as the national queen. And you're waving and, you know, you're thanking the judges and the entire like Virginia group of my sister Queens and all of our families and support systems 
were kind of sitting like to the right backside of the ballroom. And even though I couldn't see them because of the lights, I could hear them screaming. And I remember turning in that direction and just being like, is this real? Is this my life right now? And then of course, walking back up the runway, Layla and I hugged again, and then being able to hug the entire top six. So that is something special that I had because I was crowned as the miss. The pageant was essentially over once I got crowned. So I was able to run back the entire top six all come around me. They enveloped me in this big bear hug. And we had the chance to all hug and support each other. And that is, like I said, it's a moment I will never take for granted. I get chill. I have like goosebumps right now, even thinking about how special that was. Yes. I love Layla. And then I also loved your beautiful white dress. I've watched your crowning moment a bunch. Like I'm just going to be honest. I've watched UNM's like videos on their YouTube channel, like so many times. <laughs> Me too. So um, looking back on your reign, what was the best part about being national royalty at UNM? Oh, there's so many things. I would be here for an hour if I talked about everything, but I'll try to limit it to just just a couple. So one thing I really, really wanted to do during my national year was take USA National Miss and the Crown Cares International. It was something I had spoken to Layla a lot about because it's something she had the chance to do. And I really wanted that chance to travel with the title. And I actually, fun fact, not a lot of people know this, but right prior to competing for UNM that year, I actually spent five weeks in Europe. I was on a study abroad program. So I lived in Europe for five weeks. I came home. I had about six, seven days. Then I checked in at UNM nationals. So I was still adapting back to like American life (laughs) while at this national pageant that week. And so of course I knew I loved traveling. I loved Europe. I loved the people that I met, the connections that I made during that experience. So I wanted to go back. And so I had the chance to travel to multiple countries. I went to Iceland. I went to the Netherlands. I was able to go to Belgium and just a couple of places and take the crown cares with me. And so I was able to pass out literature items that talked about the crown cares in their native languages. I was able to, of course, talk about USA national miss with different people. And that was an experience I never thought I would have. I was completely by myself when I was over there. So it was definitely a learning experience to just have the chance to do that. You never think you're going to be a national title holder. And you especially don't think you're going to be a national title holder (laughs) in another country talking about your national title. It was kind of a surreal experience, but outside of that, just the small little things that popped up that never really made maybe your social media, or they never really made, you know, any of the big headlines because they weren't these massive events, but little things that happened. So at one local appearance I had, I met a little girl who was convinced I was Elsa. (laughs) I loved plenty of girls during my UNM year called me Elsa and I cherish that. Um, But I had the chance to then show up at her birthday party as a surprise guest which was so much fun to walk in. She still thinks I'm Elsa. I surprised her at her birthday party. Um, So that was a beautiful moment. Also other little things. When we were in New York, me and the national teen, Laurel and Miss Jackie, we were there for the Sherry Hill show and New York Fashion Week and a couple of other things we had going on. We were able to eat dinner together and then we bought some extra meals and we just walked around New York um, in Times Square and we were able to pass them out to homeless individuals and things like that. And like I said, those little things, they'll never make the social media because they're just private, you know, more (laughs) personal little moments you get to have. But those are the moments that make your year. It's not, it's generally not these big events. The big events are awesome and they're cool, but those are like the most meaningful moments when you get to literally sit face to face with somebody 
look them in the eyes and know that you've made an impact. And you could not believe like how much that has influenced my life. And even when I'm 50 years old, probably in a nursing home, I'm going to be thinking about all those tiny little things I got to do during the year, plus some of the big things I got to do. And I will still, to this day, it's hard to believe that that was, that happened. Yes. Well, I am dying to know, um, what is your plan on returning (laughs) to UNM again? I love asking this question, but what is it? So obviously I will be at UNM this year as a coach and a legacy queen. Um, I will have the chance to interact with girls, be there for the 10 year anniversary, which I can't Mm -hmm. even imagine is happening. It'll be so much fun. So many of the legacy queens are going to be there more so than any other year. So you will have the chance to meet all of the amazing girls who make up the UNM sisterhood and have a chance to interact with everybody, ask them questions about their year, ask them how much UNM has changed in the past few years and grown. And that is going to be fun. Plus I get to watch my girls compete on stage and that will also be such a fun moment to know that all the hard work they put into it is finally paying off. I wanted to know as our last question. How has UNM prepared you to start Capital Crowns Consulting? Yes, so UNM always challenged me, but in a good way. UNM challenged me to be a better person. UNM challenged me to be a better woman, a better friend, a better mentor to other people. So I always say that that was the jumpstart to my entire life, not just my career now, but even everything outside of it, whether it was graduating college, jumping into graduate school, pursuing a master's, starting my own business, right? Having various jobs. Everything that I've done now definitely is a product of USA National Miss, and it's a product of the people I was around. So having Mrs. Jackie always support me, always encourage me, right? Having my national sister queens, um, some who are recompeting this year, some who have remained my best friends. Um, My national teen started going to college in my state, (laughs) So I had the support system around me the entire time. And those people that you meet, whether it's your national sister queens, Mrs. Jackie, or any of the state directors, the contestants, the state queens, all of those people are now in your network and they become your support system. So when I was thinking about launching my business, I was thinking, what if one day I have the chance to support girls in their journey to this moment? not just the crown, not just the title, not just their national year, but to the moment of being able to recognize just how capable they are of incredible things. So I realized I want to do that for my life, right? It's my life passion. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I want to get into this coaching thing. I had great mentors. Like I mentioned, Amanda being one of them who constantly supported me, constantly were cheering me on. And so I launched my business. I've been able to coach girls for many years, but I rebranded my business this past July because I wanted to kind of jumpstart more professionally and also really grow and expand across the country. And so I started it and the success has been amazing. The responsibility has been huge for sure, but having the chance to watch all of you guys, right? Even you, Caroline, grow and develop your skills, whether it's through mock interviews, whether it's through sessions, you guys have no idea how much it means to us as coaches to see your growth and see your development and see you be proud of yourself. Everything you accomplish, right? This podcast, for example, how cool is it to say that you have this podcast that you started, 
I don't know many adults who have their own podcast, <laughs> let alone somebody your age, right? That's such a special thing. And so to be a coach and be able to watch girls' dreams grow, it's something that UNM gave me. And it's something that now I get to give to all of my girls, both in the UNM system and also in other systems across the country. And it is such a fun opportunity. It makes my day every single day and getting to see you guys go for your dreams and just pursue them with everything you have. That's, that's so meaningful. And it's just so impactful. Well, speaking of Capital Crowds Consulting, do you want to share more about your upcoming mocks? Yeah, so actually, insanely, our mock interviews got filled within a few hours. (laughs) So Layla and I opened 50 spots, um, and they were filled, like I mentioned, in less than 24 hours, which is absolutely crazy, but it shows you just how beneficial. how awesome y'all are. (laughs) But however, we are trying to work together. We definitely want to open some more. We have a lot of big national pageants coming up, UNM and NAM and IJM and several other state pageants coming up. So there's obviously a big need for the girls to have some of these opportunities. So stay tuned. Like I said, check out our business pages. We're hoping to launch a few more dates, a few more spots. That way more people can get involved and get some really good interview skills going. Yes. Well, text me whenever y'all have been for sure. So Kendra, throughout this episode, it is obvious to see why you were crowned UNM preteen and just how positively polished you are. I know I learned a lot and I speak for all of our listeners when I say thank you for being my guest. Thank you for sharing your journey with us and especially for giving tips to polish up on. And one, thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Bye guys. Bye.